It's story time by our favorite English author Enid Blyton. The Adventures of the Wishing Chair again, Chapter Seven. Off on another adventure. For a whole week, the children watched and waited for the wishing chair to grow its wings again. It didn't sprout them at all. The wings had finished, had vanished as soon as it had arrived safely back in the playroom. I hope its magic isn't getting less," said Molly one day as they sat in the playroom playing Ludo together. It was their very favorite game, and they always laughed at Chinky because he made such a fuss when he didn't get home before they did. As they sat playing together, they felt a welcome draft. Oh, lovely! A breeze at last," said Molly. Thankfully, I do really think this is just about the hottest hot day we've had these holidays. The wind must have got up a bit at last," said Peter. "Blow, wind, blow! You are making us lovely and cool." Funny that the leaves on the trees aren't moving, isn't it?" said Chinky. Molly looked out of the open door at the trees in the garden. They were perfectly still, but there isn't a breeze," she said. And then a sudden thought struck her. She looked round at the wishing chair, which was standing just behind them. Look, she cried, how silly we are! It isn't the wind; it's the wishing chair that has grown its wings again. They are flapping like anything. So they were. The children and Chinky sprang up in delight. Good, we could just do with a lovely cool ride up in the air today," said Peter. Wishing chair, we are very pleased with you. The wishing chair flapped its wings very strongly again and gave a creak. Then Chinky noticed something. I say, look, it's only grown three wings instead of four. What's happened? It's never done that before. They all stared at the chair. One of its front legs hadn't grown a wing. It looked rather odd without it. Chinky looked at the chair rather doubtfully. Do you think it can fly with only three wings? He said. This is rather a peculiar thing to happen, really. I wonder if we ought to fly off in the chair if it's only got three wings instead of four. I don't see why not," said Molly. After all, an aeroplane can fly with three engines. If the fourth one stops, the chair gave a little hop up in the air as if to say it could fly. Perfectly well. Oh, come along," said Chinky. "We'll try. I'm sure it will be all right. But I wish I knew what to do to get the fourth wing to grow. Something has gone wrong. It's plain." They got into the chair. Chinky, as usual, sitting on the back, holding on to their shoulders. The chair flew to the door. "Where shall we go?" said Chinky. "Well, we never did get to." The land of goodness knows where. After all," said Molly. "Shall we try to get there again? We know it's a good way away, so it should be a nice long flight, very cool and windy, high up in the air. We may as well," said Chinky. "Fly to the land of goodness knows where, Chair. We saw it on the map. It's due east from here, straight towards where the sun rises. You go over the tip-top mountains, past the crazy valley, and then down by the." Zigzag coast. It sounds exciting," said Molly. "Oh, isn't it lovely to be cool again? It's so very hot today." They were now high up in the air, and a lovely breeze blew past them as they flew. Little clouds, like puffs of cotton wool, floated below them. Molly leaned out to get hold of one as they passed. "This is fun," she said. "Chinky, is there a land of ice creams?" 
If so, I'd like to go there sometime. I don't know. I've never heard of one," said Chenki. "There's a land of goodies, though. I know that. It once came to the top of the faraway tree, and I went there. It was lovely. Biscuits growing on trees and chocolate sprouting on bushes. Oh, did you see Moonface and Silky and the old saucepan man?" Asked Molly in excitement. "I've read the books about the faraway tree, and I've always wished I could climb it." Yes, I saw them all," said Chinky. "Silky is sweet; you'd love her. But Moonface was cross because somebody had taken all his slippery slip cushions—you know, the cushions he keeps in his room at the top of the tree for people to sit on when they slide down from the top to the bottom. I wouldn't mind going to the land of goodies at all," said Peter. "It sounds really fine. I almost wish we'd told the chair to go there instead of the land of goodness." Knows where. Well, don't change its mind for it," said Chinky. "It doesn't like that. Look, there are the tip-top mountains. They all leaned out to look. They were very extraordinary mountains, running up into high, jagged peaks, as if somebody had drawn them higgledy piggledy with a pencil, up and down, up and down." On they went through a batch of tiny little clouds, but Molly didn't try to catch any of these because, just in time, she saw that baby elves were fast asleep on them, one to each cloud. They make good cradles for a hot day like this," explained Chinky. After a while, Molly noticed that Chinky was leaning rather hard on her shoulder, and that Peter seemed to be leaning against her too. She pushed them back. "Don't lean so heavily on me," she said. "We don't mean to," said Peter. "But I seem to be leaning that way all the time. I do try not to." Why are we? I wonder," said Chinky. Then he gave a cry. "Why the chairs all on one side? No wonder Peter and I keep going over onto you, Molly. Look, it's tipped sideways." What's the matter with it?" said Molly. She tried to shake the chair upright by swinging herself about in it, but it always overbalanced to the left side as soon as she had stopped swinging it to and fro. They all looked in alarm at one another as the chair began to tip more and more to one side. It was very difficult to sit in it when it tipped like that. It's because it's only got three wings," said Chinky. Suddenly, of course, that's it. The one wing on this side is tired out, and so the chair is flying with only two wings, really, and it's tipping over. It will soon be on its side in the air. Gracious! Then, for goodness' sake, let's go down to the ground at once," said Molly in alarm. "We shall fall out if we don't." Go down to the ground, chair," commanded Peter, feeling the chair going over to one side even more. He looked over the side. The one wing there had already stopped flapping. The chair was only using two wings. They would soon be tired out too. The chair flew heavily down to the ground and landed with rather a bump. Its wings stopped flapping and hung limp. It creaked dolefully. It was quite exhausted. That was plain. We shouldn't have. Flown off on it when it only had three wings," said Chinky. "It was wrong of us. After all, Peter and Molly, you have grown bigger since last holiday and must be heavier. The chair can't possibly take us all unless it has four wings to fly with." They stood and looked at the poor, tired, wishing chair. "What are we going to do about it?" said Peter. 
Well, we must try to find out where we are first, said Chinky, looking around. Then we must ask if there is a witch or wizard or magician anywhere about that can give us something to make the chair grow another wing. Then we'd better take it straight home for a rest. Look, said Molly, pointing to a nearby signpost. It says to the village of Slipperies. Do you know that village, Chinky? No, but I've heard of it, said Chinky. The people there aren't very nice, slippery as eels. Can't trust them or believe a word they say. I don't think we'll go that way. He went to look at the other arm of the signpost and came back looking very pleased. It says Dame Quick Fingers, he said. She's my great aunt. She'll help us all right. She'll be sure to know a spell for growing wings. She keeps a pack of flying dogs, you know, because of the slipperies. They simply fly after them when they come to steal her chickens and ducks. Goodness, I'd love to see some flying dogs, said Molly. Where does this aunt of yours live? Just down the road, round a corner and by a big rowan tree, said Chinky. She's really nice, I dare say. She'd ask us to tea if we are as polite as possible. She loves good manners. Will you go and ask her if she knows how to grow an extra wing on our chair, said Molly. We'd better stay here with the chair, I think, in case anyone thinks of stealing it again. We can easily bring it along to your aunt's cottage if she's in. We won't carry it all the way there in case she's not. Right, I'll go, said Chinky. I won't be long. You just sit in the chair till I come back and don't you let anyone steal it. He ran off down the road and disappeared round a corner. Molly and Peter sat down in the chair to wait. The chair creaked. It sounded very tired indeed. Molly patted its arms. You'll soon be all right once you have got a fourth wing, she said. Cheer up. Chinky hadn't been gone very long before the sound of footsteps made the children look round. Five little people were coming along the road from the village of Slipperies. They looked most peculiar. They must be Slipperies, said Peter, sitting up. Now we must be careful they don't play a trick on us and get the chair away. Aren't they odd looking? The five little creatures came up and bowed low. Good day, they said. We come to greet you and to ask you to visit our village. End of chapter.